0: This is The Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Nice to have your company on The Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. It's a Wednesday on this particular week, episode three, series nine, 2024. And... There's a lot of topics, Craig Hutchison, today that need the sounding board lens. I honestly don't know where to start. As we were rolling into the studio, there's been a massive big name resignation in Australian business. That'll be one of the topics. But there's stories galore.
1: There has, Demo. Hello to you. And uh, in the same studio today, it's nice to see you. It's rare, uh, isn't it? You're starting yeah. to drift back from your 22 weeks. You got a couple of weeks to go still of on the on the uh, on the umbrellas in the in the drink by the pool. But the Will the CEO resignation happen on the way in? And that's the breaking news. So we might deal with that in a couple of minutes yeah, from now. Brad
0: Banducci. But I've got my own breaking news off the top.
1: Well, I, I retired from journalism a long time ago. I gave it up 10, 11, 12 years ago. Yeah,
0: you're bringing some fresh content to the It's the same been good.
1: a decade since I've broken any style of news <laughs> at all. Right. But something hit my desk. Yesterday, <laughs> and so just to set this up properly, uh, our producer Zipper hit the music for me.
0: Ooh, say, like a yes, yes, yeah. burning, there it is. The
1: Pop along, Demo. It's, it's a song. I don't know that song. It's like feeling like started. a tent revival. Oh. Yeah. It's feeling like a tent revival from Forward City and Travis Green. The tent revival is on at North Melbourne. You are back in the tent. <laughs> it's feeling like a tent revival. Hutchie, at least if you're going to
0: bring some content, bring some stuff that people will know. I've never heard that song before. It's a
1: famous ditty from uh, is around the world. But never heard of it. How's this? You've been brought back in the tent at North Melbourne. It's feeling like a tent revival. So it hit my desk that on Monday yeah. they have the Don't Give Us a Half Hard time, invite eight or ten people and make them feel special, sort of yeah, pre-brief. and Can't use it in this on the record, but you can feel important in the room. I heard Matthew Lloyd talk about it on his platform on Monday night that he was one of the chosen. Lordy was. Chosen. Was he? And so I thought, oh, I wonder who else. Was there. Lordy there? I wonder who else was on the show. And this is an old tactic from clubs, for those who haven't listened to Wood for a long time. They invite a small pocket, make them feel powerful, bring them in, feed them well, uh, give them the appropriate uh, refreshments. <laughs> And then all the bigwigs come in and say, look, we wouldn't say this to anyone else other than you guys, but here's what's really going on. is background only, and we value your support at North. And everyone nods along and eats their coffee scrolls. And I'm told that you were among those invited officially into the tent. You're told that, are you, has he? It was yeah. like a raised tent city come see what we got, North Melbourne Festival, on Monday. And
0: I put it to you. I haven't spoken to you before now. Yep. Is the tent revival on at North, and are you back in the tent? <laughs> you're the one telling the story, Hutchie. I have a lot of meetings at any given week, and some of them may be pertaining Let to what you're talking about. Question. I will never confirm nor deny any were of the specific gatherings I have. you among the chosen in the tent on Monday at North? I am neither. No, if Matthew Lloyd's
1: telling the story, go and ask Lloyd. I know you were there. You don't know I was there? I've got, the, I've got about half the list. Oh, who else was there? Harold Summer are present too, by the way. They were invited in. AFL.com dot
0: com. Who, by who you. went to AFL, Who went from the Herald Sun? If you're telling the story, you were there. I'm not from the Herald Sun. So, how did you coexist, by the way, at the same table as the Herald Sun? Again? Who was there from the Herald Sun? I'm not saying I was there. Well, but just, if the Herald Sun was answer there, the, who...
1: answer the question. You can't have an honest uh, behind-the-scenes podcast on the world of media oh. and sport and business and not admit that you to were. To the... the
0: contrary. This is what we do as a job. I'm neither I'm there nor well, not people, there on this. I think the average fan want to know how compromised you are. So if you Not ever, compromised it, it, at all. I, I would have had, if I was at North Melbourne on the day were. that you were saying I am, I would have had that similar conversation with probably up to 14, 15 clubs in some form. Now, I'll never get to 18 because there's one club that will never, ever reach out. Bulldogs. Or I will not be reaching out to them. So yep. that, that so I'll only ever get to 17 anyway yep. in an 18-team competition. So you're back in the tent. I'm not packing I wonder if I can get that uh, film clip redone with your uh, face it's embedded your, in it, I, I'd be dancing along on stage. I'd be using the old Tent City ad rather than that song you just produced. I, I've never well, heard rev- that tune. It's a tent revival. <laughs> I might be out of touch, Has- I've never heard
1: the tune. Hashtag tent revival. We'll share it. It's a bit of a gospel tune. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's a bold move by North. They've struck quick. Sonia's obviously got the crew together and said, we've got to bring him back in. He got outside. <laughs> I went and did all the hard work last year, with the coffee round. You let him out of the tent. Look at the damage that he did. Get him back in. Uh, Matthew Lloyd, to this point, the only person to admit he was invited. Everyone else just wants to, uh, you know. What was, the, what was the menu? What did Lordy say? What was the menu at North? Did Lordy, did Lordy reveal other names? What was the menu at North?
0: Oh what, what do they serve you to win you over? Actually, you haven't come do down feel, the last shower. Do you feel what, compromised You're to go going? and say they were, they were, uh, there was a lasagna offering or something. Just, uh, and then you just go, oh, gotcha, you're there. You know who will be all over this, by the way? <laughs> who? The Hawks Insiders. <laughs> oh, the, now. The, this, uh, you know they've, they've got a function coming up. Were you invited? Oh, well, actually, was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so, not to attending. So the Hawks
1: Insiders, yeah. you should – merge forces with the Hawthorne Football Club. <laughs> have a little tent session and uh do, and invite Damo in because you do know he does turn up and They're, that's interesting. They've anyway, got a they've got a
0: sold out event somewhere in the next few days. Oh, it'd be it'll be three times the size if you turned
1: up and they could throw tomatoes at you. It'd be fantastic. But so you're back in North so, so I'm just, not back at North. When I, you read Damo's North commentary no. for the next four to six, eight weeks, just run that lens over the fact that How he's much
0: more critical of North Melbourne could I have been, Hunchy, than than I have been in the past. Let's go with six years.
1: Yeah, but that's why they brought you back in the tent. Anyway, we move on. We move Wa- on. Yeah. Woolworths?
0: Let, let's move on. No, actually, seeing you've started with something I'm not even confirming to be factual, something light light, let's go with something else in the in the sounding board wheelhouse. So I wanna I wanna play this to you cold. It appeared on Channel 9 News during the week. One voice you hear is Tom Morris. The other voice is an umpire who got himself into some uh, scrutiny two years ago with uh, alleged, yet to be proven, in fact not proven at this stage, wagering around the, the Brownlow Medal, Michael Powell just, uh, I don't think you've seen this Hutchie nor heard it. I want you to get your take on it please. He's been in AFL exile for the past 15 months. Michael, can we have a quick chat please? Have you got a update on the police investigation that um, currently involves you? Nah mate, nah. Look, the reality is it's yeah, it's been going for nearly 18 months so yeah, the ball's in the police's court. So Hutchie, I, I reckon that is the clubhouse leader for quote pretend doorstop of the year. Can't argue with it. I saw it. So first of all, there's a few A few I love it by the way. This. I he's, love it. He
1: started very, very well oh, on the TV he's, wars. He's hot he's hot. And uh it's only February, but already uh, Mitch is looking at the rookie list to see who he can bring in to bolster the seventh crew I reckon. No, he's not <laughs> Anyway, no I'm only joking. I uh, know oh, you're not. You, you haven't didn't speak to Mitch for two years. Here's my observ as an old war horse myself, here's my observation. Uh Idea, ten out of ten. Yep.
0: So, for those just listening yep. to it, it was at a what appeared to be a suburban football ground yep. somewhere in Victoria, somewhere in Melbourne, I'd imagine. And it was, uh, in our very sceptical and cynical eyes, an old fashioned setup.
1: This is how I reckon it went behind the scenes. Hey, Michael. P- potentially regular discussions going on. I don't. I'm not, not privy to anything, so I can speak freely. <laughs> Michael's frustrated there's no outcome after 18 months. Oh, you reckon he's reached out? Tom's feeding that idea. Aren't you frustrated that you don't know after 18? Yeah, I am. Well, does anyone know that you don't know? No. Well, why don't we manufacture this where... I'll say you're anything to say, and you say nothing. No, I don't, because I haven't heard anything. Some just
0: happened to miraculously be in the same oval at the yep. same time as Michael. Powell.
1: And so that's, you know, <laughs> I, like, a lot of people would say that's inventing <laughs> news. I, I've done that in myself in the past. We've
0: talked about this topic and I in the admit past. To that. I've admitted to doing it once, yeah. and I still feel dirty about it. I haven't even told you who the subject of it was. I did do it once. You've done it a thousand times. I'm not judging anyone, Hachi. I've done it, and, and I would do it again if I was still in the TV land, because that's the way that the subject wants to be portrayed too. Or there's also a chance that the subject said, "Would you mind doing this for me?" You know,
1: and then, and that point, as a journalist, yeah. I think you probably if in well, you you take the, the story, don't well, you? It's, it's, a, it's a content-driven business. You, you present it and you move on. He's playing a long game on the eventual interview, yeah, without question. Yeah. And he's well well poised, well to positioned get to get that now. Um, yeah.
0: The the problem fell down in the in the acting. Come on, Michael. <laughs> you need to uphold your end of the arrangement off air. Well, my view, the at least when I did it, the bloke we. We'd role played this too, yep. and it was a guy. I'll admit, it was yep. a male. Uh, he was angry. He appeared angry. <laughs> well, and a lot of uh, traditional journalists will be listening and cringing at this. game. I've only done it once. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, admit to
1: it. These guys are, are, are completely running over our industry. But, but, we,
0: did, we spent half an episode on this about five seasons. Yeah, so ago.
1: but we're on the record on this. So the acting was was average. Um, <laughs> the from Tom or and Michael, the, and, the, and the edit failed him too. So the length of the <laughs> the length of the shot. Was not long enough to convince you that it happened by chance. And if you studied this, if he had a do over, I'd say this get the car involved, get the person getting out of the vehicle because it straight away removes any suggestion that they were standing alongside you, waiting three, two, one, go. So I always made sure there was a car involved, a door open, and someone got out of it. That was my rule because it actually did create the oh, he just pulled up, and there's a possible, you know. Whereas if you're just you two metres from the camera when it starts and have you got a minute? Yeah, sure. Like it's, (laughs) it does seed down. I
0: I hadn't been exposed to your ways in the world of TV at this stage when uh, I'm referring to Hutchie, but (laughs) once when I was watching you on TV from the Herald Sun office one night as we did religiously, what's Hutchie got tonight? There was a a scene that you'd created and manufactured, even without my then cynical outlook on life with with what you do at times with Rod Butters (laughs) in a car park at Port Melbourne. And I'm thinking, why would Hutchie be in a car in Port Melbourne with Rod Butters? And you needed to create this. Oh, Rod, by the way, I'm just driving past. I saw you. Yeah, yeah, he actually said something like, Yeah, sure, Hutchie. What do you want to know? Or something as lame as that. And he was suing Grant Thomas so at the time. I don't want to go into the
1: specifics of that <laughs> that, partic- of that, one. that particular doorstop. a <laughs> <bear> good memory. <laughs> it led the news that night. But what <laughs> at least the sports. What I, what I would say in my defense on that yeah. is I had found by legitimate legal reasons. With it, with no sources involved, the, the affidavit, the affidavit, yeah, and that no, I, I get all that. And, and so, <laughs> once you, once you <laughs> have the document, and you say, with or without you, I'm going to do and the Rod story. And was probably on saying, "Hey, uh,
0: Hutchie, I've just filed, as of two twelve this afternoon, no. an affidavit. No so affidavit. I, so I've so got a copy of it for so you. So
1: gen- I generally recall ringing him on the day of the story, saying, "I have this document in my hands, and I'm going to do the story tonight." And yep. so that's what happened. So like that wasn't one of those instances, but it is um, – I, I would be lying if I said I hadn't used the get out of the car <laughs> in the past.
0: For, for this – And, where and this I, know, is... I don't
1: know how I feel about it in hindsight. In well, you got back. the story. I mean, all you've got to do is get the story out. But it is a visual medium, and you do have a, hmm. an obligation. So if, if you're not infecting the integrity of your story, but you're finding a way to tell it in an acceptable manner, I think that's yeah. television journalism, personally. Yeah, personally. As far as all speaking the bad things we do in journalism, journalism, media, I don't,
0: I don't think it's at the high end of the
1: bad – you must say, in, in television journalism history, uh, television, newspaper uh, writers don't like hearing this. And they, they are better at journalism than TV journalists, as a rule. More stories get broken in papers than on television. They do. Television is a much, much harder not, thing. Not recently. Not now, in the past but in, in all, 15 years. Oh, I think they do. I think newspapers generate 80 to 90% of news. Yeah, and, I don't know about that. And, and, in
0: fact, I... I well, we'll park this issue for another day. But a lot of let's... TV
1: people live close to the cliff. We've talked about this. <laughs> I mean, newspaper people live very close to the cliff. However, TV journalism is much, much harder. And when a story is broken on television, its impact is much more severe. And there has been no platform I can think of in Australian television journalistic history with as much runs on the board as Four Corners, yep. which again claimed the CEO of Woolworths on Monday night. Hmm. And that happened as we were going to air yep. on the back of this exchange with the CEO in the interview on Monday night.
0: Brad Banducci, Woolworths' CEO on Four Corners.
1: Rod yeah. Sims, the former head of the ACCC, says that we have with one of the most concentrated supermarkets in the world. Is true. he lying? It's not true.
0: His words are that Retired, we had by the way. I don't think you would impugn his integrity and his understanding of competition law. I'm
1: just saying the world has got much more competitive since the terrific initiatives that were put in place back in whatever it was, two thousand and eight <coughs> nine. He retired eighteen months ago. He's not. Okay, let's. We'll, can we take that out? Is that okay? I think I'm done, guys. Uh, you know, right, right, I, right, I do right, this right. with good intent. You know, I don't do this with bad intent. Right.
0: You're walking out, really? No, no, no. Can we just talk no, to no, Brad for a really second? Dist- it's extraordinary TV. Now you you and know, I were texting after it. You had you didn't see it, but it was extraordinary TV, to, to use your vernacular on that moment. Yep. So I have, I have some opinions on this, as you'd expect. What,
1: tell me yours, first of all. How do you think it played out, and
0: what was your reaction to the way he handled the interview? Ah, poorly for, for him. And, and you then need to have the layer behind it. This is the same person, rightly or wrongly, who made comments about Australia Day, representing Woolworths and the... And the merchandise slash paraphernalia attached to Australia Day. Now, again, I'm not getting involved in, in should he have said what he said. He said it and it blew up. So there's already an image issue there with him and his comments pertaining to Woolworth's CEO role. They're on the nose, the supermarket. It's the whole story on, on um, Four Corners. It was, again, it was beautifully put together beautifully put together. The Coles CEO, her name, Leah Weckett, she, she also spoke and, and she handled the interview far better than Brad Banducci did, even outside of what Brad Banducci said in that moment. But there's an image issue with both those organisations. That was, was what the story was about. And he he has had to, I've got no doubt, Archie, as we are talking today, we don't know the full details to why he stood down, but it's Wednesday morning at roughly 9.15 as I'm talking right now. That aired only two nights ago, and he stood down today. It's clearly linked.
1: Well, no doubt about that. And that was the reason. That was the – it might not have been 100% of the reason, but it was a catalyst yeah. for, the, for the exit. Yeah. Look, it was extraordinary television. He clearly – like, not – I mean, it's a hard – first of all, I have some empathy for the subject. I know not many people do, but it's a hard thing to do to sit in front of the cameras, and you know, you've got a, a federal government inquiry gun in the background, yeah. and you got – there's multiple inquiries. You're talking to you know, 10 million of your customers down a lens. Your shareholders. You've got the most- Your board. You're not a natural media figure yourself. You've got a board. You've got uh, corporate governance. And then you've got the uh, an experienced interviewer who's yeah. very good at what he does. So you've got all those things to deal with, and you're out of your comfort zone. And clearly, you know, in a business like Woolworths, where you want to, internally, you want to stop the tape and start again, or you say to someone, look, this presentation's not right. Can we do it again? Mm. You probably- if you're not in media experience, at that level, first of, all, you sh- uh, first
0: of all, you shouldn't get to that level without a degree of media correct. experience. I was going right? to say yep. that, yeah. And,
1: and and training.
0: And, and, and there's a mistake he made. And you could see his eyes roll in his own head. Yep. When he when he, when he he sledged, I think it was Rod Sims, who was the former AC's, ACCC boss, who was making the comments about these yep, two chains. It, you know, so he said the wrong
1: thing about Rod. Yeah. But it wasn't in isolation, a deal breaker. Like if he had said, look, I shouldn't have said that. Hey, look, I shouldn't have said he resolved. The way, yeah. the way you could have regrouped on that, yeah. it's harder when you're on your feet is to say, yeah. look, I, I, I shouldn't have. It might have sounded a little bit disrespectful there to Rod. I didn't mean to be.
0: What I yeah. what I meant was things have changed. That's still there. But people are not going to back over People that. would have moved out, yeah. on with it. The would, moment he said, can we stop it? And, and this is, we've had the, I've had those moments. And you're in two minds. And, and it depends on your relationship with the guy yep. and how big you think the story is. And is it going to be unfairly representative of the the topic if you do run it? But... To Angus, I, I don't even know his surname, I should. Angus was the name, I think, of the journalist. Yep. Held his ground And handled perfectly. it very fairly. Fairly.
1: And he assessed quickly yeah. the way he said it on the record, yep. which, which is fair. And that, has, that stays yep. in. Yep. And then when he walked off, that gave it extreme credence because that was interpreted as a petulant response yep. to. Yep. And so. And then if you think back, I'm sure he probably had some pressure on the Australia Day stuff and so some things in the background. You now, and- the
0: comms person there who was in shot as yep. well in a, in a fuzzy way, they, they, and again, I think they did that cleverly. The cameraman just slightly took it yep. off this the, the one shot he had of Brad Banducci yep. and just made it slightly fuzzy but also got the context of, okay, he's now been taking, taken away from the scene. Yep. And then they've re-emerged. It was great camera work as well. And you'd appreciate that as much as anyone, given your, uh, now, your ways in that space. I have a few quick
1: questions for you. I'm going to lead you somewhere you probably haven't thought of. So first of all,
0: do you think the coal CEO agreed to go first and so they had no... The Woolworths CEO had no choice. I was going to ask you the same thing, um, just as I do. Geordie just pointed out it's Angus Grigg who was the reporter. Yep. I should have known that. I did know that. I just couldn't give you a surname when I spoke about it a moment ago. I was going to ask you that because there would have been pressure behind the scenes uh, on both these organisations. That the, the, they would have done the story regardless. Four Corners. Yep. The moment they got a commitment from one of them, that would have been the leverage to get the, the other. Yeah. yeah, and
1: Coles would have been the natural one to go for because they Coles have been, you know, uh,
0: a little more. Uh, on the front foot on some of the turbulent winds of the game the second thing to this before we jump off that though remember we discussed the nemesis series again same organization abc uh three-part series over the the three previous monday nights i made the comment last week and, and they made a big thing about it that tony abbott didn't appear scott morrison did malcolm turnbull did almost every other senior minister did but tony abbott chose not to i made the point having watched all three in totality he probably came out better. Sorry, he came out better than the other people who yep. appeared by not appearing. I, I agree with that. So, yep. the, by not appearing, he would have, he would have
1: copped it. Oh, the Woolworths CEO he did copped it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Abbott did. Yeah. So, so the Woolworths CEO, um, if he if he hadn't have done it, he would have been criticised. Yep. However, he would have withstood that criticism, and if he had to put the head of corporate affairs up, probably would have done a better job of it. But they would have said, "Oh, you put in the spin doctor." I think you had to put him up yep. if you're going to be going. Here's here's the other thing I want to ask you about. This is. This is where my mind went. If that same exchange happened on one of Channel 9 or Channel 7's programs, yep. current affair, 60, 60 minutes, minutes yep. the seven equivalent, yep, and it's in the can on tape yeah, five or six days out from the show airing, yep, does it make it to air?
0: There's a conversation.
1: Because there's a missing and lever I, on this. You and I have been. Well, the missing lever on this is the ad spend. So ABC don't get any ad spend from anyone, which is why they can be enormously independent all of the time because they're funded by government and not advertiser. If you run the Woolworths uh, and or Coles ad spend, it's tens of millions of dollars into television. And how many millions is per network. But there is a pressure point between the two
0: businesses once that happens. Mm. And, and we've been privy yeah. to these types of conversations, not, not at the level yep. of the Woolworths one, by the way, yep. but we've had moments I, after the interview where we've had people put so pressure on us.
1: If that happened on one of seven or nine, and, and you this would have a hundred times more than me. Well, this conversation definitely happens. I'm not saying it affects the outcome. He picks the phone up the next day along with his media agency and says, now we uh, didn't go the way we all planned. Mm. And we understand you got to, um, but we do spend $35 million a year with you and that, is uh, at some degree of risk now if this goes south. So, how do you want to play now, you this?
0: You don't put that in writing though, do you? That, that's a verbal. Well,
1: it's a, it's a consideration without question for both businesses. And the strong business says journalism is journalism. Oh, yeah, but who says that? We are in turbulent television yeah, I know. times. There's when, no money. Anyway, when, when share is dropping 10, 15, 20, 30% on some of these categories in Channel 7, for instance, yeah. And and as for 10. And so he he kind of put it like. A better platform to do it was on a commercial network because you always had a wicket-keeper.
0: It's a boring story from a commercial network's point of view. Well, and and well, you, you're right. They wouldn't the, probably even I mean, go down the path oh, of it I'll,
1: because of the ad spend. Do the commercial networks avoid telling them in the first place? Like, do
0: you think Coles and Woolworths is being the duopoly? Is well, being... do you reckon Nick McKenzie, now that he's at, at nine, rather than Four Corners, where he was, had been, he was at one stage, wasn't he? Anyway, yeah, he, he, he knows that's his story, whether he had an appetite to do it. But it's not, I don't think it's airing, is it? To, to, to your point. Well, I, I think what... Well, I suspect what probably would have happened on Seven or Nine, if if I'm to guess at it,
1: is I think that the exchange on what he said about Rod Sims stays in, and his awkward back down from it stays in, but the walk-off camera comes out. I reckon there's a compromise point because of the commercial nature of their relationship. And that's just how... I'm not defending either end of that. But I just think that's probably what happened. Now the producer of those shows would say, "Oh no, no, that's not
0: how it goes." And oh no, the producer, the, the, and, the media side of it yeah. would would push and, back on every step. And of a that. lot
1: of lot of publishers would push back on it, say, "No, journalism is journalism, mm. and we'll live with the thirty grand consequence of thirty yeah. million dollar consequence." Yeah. I, make
0: I, again, I hadn't looked at it through the financial yeah. lens, but on this one, but yeah, you're right. I mean, but, it's a whole different conversation that would have would have absolutely guaranteed to be had had it been a commercial network.
1: And then the ABC in turn. Uh, They go, well, we don't owe anyone anything, and this is our gotcha moment, and we're going to double down on this. And now what? Our job's to keep everyone accountable in the brand. So that's Mm. interesting.
0: It is. It is. As is the Joel Smith situation, Melbourne footballer detected last year under your favourite group, Sports Integrity Australia, to have – detected positive and these are allegations only he can defend himself to an illicit substance it happened to be a game day test again just to remind people two separate testing mechanisms in the afl system the illicit drugs policy which is their own policy done privately and the sports integrity australia which is bound by WADA guidelines internationally on the performance enhancing side of it cocaine detected on game day Again, the debate about it being a performance enhancer—that's a separate story. But the uh, latest development, as of last night, last night being Tuesday of this week, uh, separate incidents of trafficking in inverted commas under the SIA guidelines. Now, trafficking can mean supply in a uh, in a um, more general. Uh, language serious stuff though at the same time and as the 2024 season is about to start melbourne footy club is uh, about to embark upon this season the way it finished last season in a state of i'd say crisis and disarray yeah first of all great journalism
1: by the herald sun and michael warner who broke that story so it's a it's a significant twist to the story and it's a significant knock on to the consequence it also calls into question melbourne's culture claims and the fact that they think and it's another layer of the the murk around Melbourne, I
0: it guess. Is. On SEN on last year, Hachi, on the Gary Lyon, Tim Watson yep. show, Gary Pert and Simon Goodwin, CEO, coach of Melbourne, came in. And they chose that forum. We discussed it at yep. the time. I'm not buying it, Sir so Gary. I'm not buying it, Sir so Gary. Ask all the right questions. Beautifully handled. They chose that forum for whatever reasons. They chose that forum over others. And then again, I'm not questioning any of that. But they chose to do it that way. On 37 occasions, they used the word culture. Cultural or culturally in in about about a one per minute use of those words, and then you get to the end of the uh, end of the preseason, start of next season, and those words are just words, aren't they? Well, it's they're clearly
1: not through the worst of things yet, and unfortunately, I mean Joel Smith won't won't play AFL again because yeah. he's not he's not a good enough player to come back from however length of suspension this is anyway. Yeah. Like he's just unfortunately, he's not a twenty-two-year-old Christian Petraglia. He's a dispensable player yep. in the scheme of things, yep. and, that's, that's, and that's 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 the sound, way the world that works. That sounds horrible. Yep.
0: And he can defend himself. So, yeah. and again, I hope he does. He's Interest got he's broken. got the right to, and yeah. But yep. these these processes don't happen and get wrapped up yep. quickly. And there's now layers to it that remove the possibility of it being a quick resolution.
1: Yeah, and there's just things that Melbourne over last year that we're yet to fully hear or understand. Right.
0: So, so I want to ask you. Now that we know, again, the use of the words trafficking is provocative. I get it. I understand it. It's under those guidelines. It's not trafficking at this stage anyway in the sense of the police use of words. So I just need to make that distinction. I'm not trying to defend the action. He shouldn't be doing what he's done allegedly and he now is. But now that Melbourne knows that – Should Melvin have been on the front foot and found – and tried to find out, and they may have for all I know, um, who he had been associating with in this space, now that they know that he's been detected by SIA last year, prior to this this latest public um, illustration of what he has been – and the other thing too, and this got lost quickly, there's a separate charge too, Hutchie – on Joel Smith that was released last night, pertaining to the 2022 season, totally separate to the detection last year. And I can only imagine—I'm surmising, could be wrong—that this has come up through the through the unearthing of his phone, rather than detection at yeah, time, so, I mean, because you know, it would have been made public at time. I would have thought
1: the clubs just don't know enough, and they're made to feel well, that they, they choose
0: to not want to know I, enough. I don't agree
1: with that. They're made to feel that like they can't ask. The rules don't aren't designed for them; they're designed for the players. That, that, that's true. And you can hear a bit of that in Melbourne's frustration last night in the press release. They said, quite weirdly, by the way, you know, Joel Smith's made it clear that he's okay with us on this, like on the third or fourth paragraph. Which I want to get to
0: that in a minute. Which was a, I want to get to that in a minute.
1: That was yeah. like, that was venting how frustrated they were. and It's his fault not.
0: Uh, uh, no, I've been so critical of Melbourne, like a lot of people, but I will defend them on, on their relative support and conditional support of Joel Smith, given he's put them in this situation. They, they, they haven't abandoned him. So I'll, I'll defend him. They on haven't, I haven't said they've abandoned him. He's not going to play there again. No. Yeah. But there's a process at play that they, he can't be at the club at this point. So, he, he and not, that's his. He's not going back there ever. No, we know that. Yeah. 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 Just on that aspect of it, this – now, they're, they're unbeaten, the, the anonymous quote in the Herald Sun. They're just unbeaten, these, these anonymous people, aren't they? And this one that was referenced last night that you, you just referenced, this is the anonymous Herald Sun quote used, to, used as a source – it's not unusual for a group of young men who party together to share drugs. Full stop. Joel might be foolish, but he's hardly Tony Mockbelt. It's unbeaten, the anonymous source quote in the Herald Sun, isn't it? There's is no better source than the anonymous quote like, provider for the Herald Sun.
1: I always feel like one day I'll be getting a lift to the airport. I'll go down the wrong way. The road will be closed. I'll go down a side street, back street. I'll end up in a... Back box of somewhere, ten minutes from the airport, in the middle of nowhere, and at the end of the street, there'll be this anonymous quote factory, and there'll be like a thousand people sitting inside in an abandoned warehouse, an abandoned warehouse, just churning out anonymous quotes. Yeah, um, do you reckon? Do you reckon the anonymous quotes now? Do you reckon AI is writing anonymous quotes? Well, you know, I you know, because, I you know, I you know, I know they make them up because because the anonymous quote. Provider is getting yeah. more and more articulate.
0: Well, they wouldn't. By that, the year. They, that wouldn't get a run at the age. Remember, last year we spent two weeks talking about yeah. how they have to reveal to yep. their immediate superiors who the source is, even if it's referenced as a source without yep. a quote. They, that that sort, that quote would not cut mustard at the age, yep. would it? You know that? Yeah. Well, the one I get is Radio Insider. A Radio
1: Insider said, "That's the one oh, that, yeah. that's the one that quotes like yeah, like is there a Radio Insider Bureau?" <laughs>
0: Where do they base themselves? Are they, are they near yeah. the airport? Too? Are they meaningfully employed are they in the industry? airport Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, so should we start the, the the sounding board anonymous quote? It's the same thing. We just, we just make it up. I don't look. I could I, I could, I could, a could a bit, make a comment about.
1: I'm only tongue in cheek. Relationships I, in the Herald Sun I, building. I have a here. bit more trust in than you do. <laughs> You're more cynical. I, I could. Some, some, I, I, I think, could, think somebody somebody said that to the Herald Sun. Are you, you actually believe you they think, do? Do they? I don't believe it's made up. Oh, someone said it. Do you? But they are getting more and more. Why do they
0: always produce? the most beautiful uh, quotes. quotes. Yeah. It's amazing how it happens every single yeah. time. Never. They're batting at 100. Yep. There's not even wiggle room on the 100. Never read an um or an ah uh or a <laughs> kind of, sort of. Yeah. Or a dot, 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 <laughs> brackets. Yeah. It was yeah. just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to – this is my key. Well, could I, do you want me to just make up an anonymous quote about no, the old sun relation, building your the your relationships cynic, in, in a
1: relationship? Your, 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 my cynic, your cynic-ometer is at are all-time high here. On this topic. I'm going to have is, to go with Eddie Jones in a minute. It's just starting to – I've got to wash it off me.
0: I, I could say that an anonymous quote – sorry, anonymous source to the sounding board said there's as much friction as a Malcolm Turnbull and Scott Morrison meeting among Herald Sun Sports Department journalists. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's an anonymous source quote, Hutchie. Yeah, right. Yeah, you made your point. How's he made Stephen drill? You made your way? point. Your mate, has he most? Has he written something in the last? I've go look, I haven't checked for. I haven't checked for about three or four days. Is, has he had got an update on your your daily life recently? I just play on in life. No, no I'm, no I'm asking can... you because I I tried to read something. He filed something a couple of it was a week ago, I think. Um, it was about the AFL and the Super Bowl, and and I saw it. Right, I saw it. and I thought, yep. okay, and I was I was on the run. I was actually on a walk at the time. I Thought I'll, I'll read that when I get home. Got home, had a, got myself a, 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 a coffee. Could not find the. Article anywhere. That was the story on the uh, AFL Super Bowl trip. I read that briefly. Was, yeah, did you? Yep. What was in it? Because I didn't. I didn't read it.
1: Uh, it and, and it was.
0: I, I reckon. I reckon it was up. Well, at least I saw it up online for all of. Well, I saw it there for. For what I know to be at least at least twenty five minutes, but it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been an hour. Yeah, I, I didn't. So what, what I happened? Didn't, I didn't dwell. On what was it. in it?
1: I, I don't know. I saw the headline and read the first paragraph. And what was the first paragraph? Uh, it was something to do with the trip and. Uh, the AFL and who when and how and whatever, but I didn't. I didn't.
0: I got. But why other, would that? Why would that do, get I pulled? I, I, I actually wanted to read it. I wanted to read his latest installment. Oh, you think it got pulled? Well, it wasn't online after I tried to find it. and After I had seen it. Yeah, oh, maybe it did. I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know. I will, okay. Call cool. it if you read it. Can you please try and find it now? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to. Damn, I
1: have got bigger, bigger <laughs> things to worry myself with than anyone else's business. But hang on. Has, he,
0: has he written an article on you in recent? I mean, it's it's he's probably due. It's it's been three or four days at least, hasn't it? it. Move on. Move on. Um, all right. Actually, we're gonna reintroduce actually let us let's, let's lighten it up. I've probably lost my way a bit there. Let's let's lighten it me. up. We've got it's a happy year. Hutchie, we're about to start work again. I'm now,
1: maintain my happiness. We didn't do
0: this in uh, episode one or two of series nine, but we're yep. reintroducing it uh, for series three. It's become a feature, it's become a highlight. It's become a much-loved segment on The Standing Board. Come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain. Uh, Flight attendants, please prepare for takeoff. In the unlikely event of having to use the evacuation slides, follow
1: the lighted path. Craig's carry on.
0: So for those new to this show and this segment, uh, Hachi, no one flies more than Craig Hutchison. He has uh, managed to get himself, I reckon, on an average, a flight per day on any given year. You know the pitfalls, you know the loopholes, you know where the rorts are when it comes to flying. This is what this segment's about. And today, I believe it's going to be a carry-on baggage focus. Yeah, I think someone emailed this question in. So what's the specific question, Damon? Well, they did, and actually they did do that. I'll find it later on. But what it was, it was basically, there is a. It was a link to an article too that was in one of the publications yep. during the week, and it was basically, and I've experienced this too on my limited flyings compared to you. People take on massive amounts of carry-on baggage and don't seem to get stopped to the point where there's not enough space for people who legitimately have a proper-sized carry-on baggage. You only take carry-on think, baggage, even overseas. I don't read the rundown very readily, but no, I did don't. see something in
1: the rundown around this question that what do you do when your bag gets tagged when you're getting onto the plane? Oh, yeah. So that's uh, an interesting one. It happens more in domestic America than Australia. So they, there comes a point where the carry-on bags are full yep. and they go, no more bets. At the front desk, everyone's going to have to tag their bag here to the right and then that gets uh, whisked off. I've seen a... it
0: happen in Australia, but not, yep. not often. Yep. In America, it's very common.
1: So the question was, what happens when you run the gauntlet on taking carry-on and you get your bag tagged? And it was amazing that because that happened to me just last week between my LA flight and
0: Vegas flight. And and just to back over this, your travel habits have been a a highlight and a a source of fascination to me and anyone who's exposed to them for many, many years. Even when you go overseas, sometimes for months at a time. Carry-on only. And that's is this inclusive of leaving check um, bags. Australia or Melbourne when yeah. it's 42 degrees, flying into New York yeah. when it's minus 42 degrees. You don't if I, take if anything I was held,
1: held hostage in an Uber to the airport by a gunman and said, check your bags in or else I was still wouldn't check them. <laughs> anyway. So hang on, was this Vegas, LA, was it? Yep. So I, I've got about a six-hour stopover in LA to, to suit the uh, the flight I had to Vegas. I've only got an economy flight from... LA to Vegas at
0: 12.40 p.m. I arrive at 6.40 oh, p.m. Yeah, you can handle that. It's only a 30-minute flight, 40-minute flight.
1: Yeah. I've got yeah. a six-hour yeah. gap. You can handle but it. I've got you can handle carry on. on that. I'm yeah. straight out of LAX, going to get some breakfast and do some work and then get back to the airport in yep. time. Did
0: you, go, did you go to Manhattan Beach? I did. That's exactly where Beautiful. I am Beautiful. Yep. <laughs> we had a good day there once, didn't we?
1: Yep, we did. I get back to the airport and when you're in 18 or 19 C or D, you're, you're in the vulnerable carry-on crew, right? <laughs> Because if you're not first six or seven rows, you're vulnerable in the States. So I knew full well going in, I was vulnerable, which is a little thing like, now a lot of people go to the front and in, in America, there's a colloquial word for them. They're called, uh, uh, lice. People that go to the front trying to swarm the plane when it goes on with their bags, baggage lice, I think they're called. I'm not one of the lice.
0: I sit back. Brian Taylor's a lice. I back myself. <laughs> Brian Taylor's queuing up before <laughs> the plane's even called. Before the plane's even landed, he's yep. queuing up. So yeah. I'm in the queue, and an Australian I don't know who's introduced
1: himself to me is standing behind me, yep. and he's also trying to run the carry-on gauntlet. So we've connected on the gauntlet. Do you know you've got too much by this stage? I'm, I'm carrying no less than two and a half bags. <laughs> I'm over the limit. I know I've got a problem on the good day, and I, know, I sense they're about to call
0: you're going to have to check those. So, awareness is your, your lesson here. You, you need to be aware of your situation.
1: And it goes up. No more bags, ladies and gentlemen. Carry on's full. No more bags. You have to tag them. You have to tag them. Now, he's panicking. Oh, we have to take I might like, just relax. We got this. <laughs> so, I get there and. We've got this. The bag gets tagged, right? Mm. To be checked. Yeah. And at that point, most people concede
0: defeat. Is it like a concierge tag or a cloakroom tag? Is that what you're freeing? At the front of the runway, they, at the front of the aisle, you're about to walk down. Separate to the ticketing of the bag downstairs, though. No, it's a metre from the
1: ticketing. So you get, you go, okay. bip, bip, you scan on, right. and there's someone there just tags you. Okay, all right. Now, most people give up then, oh, I've been tagged. But if you get tagged, it doesn't mean you have to hand your bag over. You can run a bit <laughs> of a diversion, <laughs> create a bit of a commotion. And then you just keep going with the bag because <laughs> the the staff on board yeah. have just assumed any issues have been dealt with by then. They're not expecting another bag from you. Uh, well, they don't want another bag. And they're not going to – and then there's 20 people behind you. They're not going to go, excuse me, so you have to walk – so you've just got to take one last barrier of defense down. So I kept going. And
0: your ability to act as though you are not aware of what you're doing at this point in time is, is elite. You know exactly what you're doing, but your ability with body language and deflection yep. – to act as though you don't, it, there's no one better. I get two minutes from
1: getting on the plane, an old mate behind me, whose name I don't know at this point, he nearly he gives the game up. Hey, hey, mate, you've, you've forgotten back there. I'm just like trying to calm shut him the- down.
0: <laughs> got this.
1: I get to the plane. I know I'm pretty confident I'll get past the... Because I don't care at that stage. Well, they must think, oh, you've been given dispensational. They just assume there's been some reason why you've yep. been let go. Because no one else
0: generally tries. See, I'm thinking immediately, though. This is the way I'm yep. wide. I'm thinking you've still got a problem because there's no space to no, put. Then, no, then, 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 no, that's where I go. That's where we're <laughs> going.
1: So then we're in the aisle, and yeah. you know there's a reasonable probability that 99% of the baggage is gone. Yeah. So then, you, then you're in Russian roulette state. So then yeah. I just do, then I, just go, then I just go on a flick spree to start flicking the, you know, you're gonna, yeah. you know, you only need to find one gap. Oh, a little half the space, yeah. And, and I got to row 17, no luck, 18, no luck. I'm just going, going subtly. And then 19, I see a crumpled jacket, and I go, bang. Bag in, jack to the right, shut door, sit down, nothing to see here before anyone and, comes. And unfortunately for that
0: person who had the jacket, yeah. a more crumpled jacket.
1: And old mate who's got about 24 and who had checked his, he walks past and goes, I get it now. Best, <laughs> I, best I've seen. <laughs> and I thought, I must tell Damon that one at some stage. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so moral of the story is this. If you are getting on a domestic plane, particularly in the States, and you're asked to tag your bags, <laughs> it's not over yet. <laughs> And by the way, if you do get tagged your bag, which might happen one in every ten, well, they're generally the first ones out because they're the last bags in. So on the worst day, they're off early, enough and often they're at the on the walk off anyway. So like it's, I think that's extreme return on investment to take the chance.
0: <laughs> now we're getting toward the end of our time today. A couple of serious you drawn in those things. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just love you now being prepared to let the public in on what people who know you do know and uh, still have their head uh, unsure of you. Now, Terran Thomas, we probably haven't got time to delve into that one right now. We might, uh, that won't be going away quickly, so we'll hold that one. What about this one? Now, we've known for some time Channel 9 was going to get the Melbourne Cup Racing Carnival right, yep. announced officially this week. There's a couple of questions I want to throw to you, because... Yep. I, I, again, I do analyze these things. I don't understand them through the lens of a view. Of okay, so they've got the rights. Now, Channel 7 does horse racing for, what would it be, 50 weeks of the 52 weeks of the yep. year. They lose the, the Saturday before the Melbourne Cup and the Saturday after it under yep. this deal. So so that's not ideal, again, that, that the regular racing yep. partner doesn't get that. So there's that aspect of it. So, Are we okay with this so far? Yep. Yep. Um, what I need about, you to be fascinated by this deal. You so, can't quite work it out, can you? I can work it out. I just don't know. Again, it's it's another example of the fractured nature of racing in this state, and the fact that the Victorian Racing Club can determine to the game to the, 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 the where the where the main events play. As, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and I know that's not the, new, the first time it's happened, but the more you just pair this back and to think that one particular race club of three in this already fractured state which is all run by itself. As now we're also allowing a wagering company to determine who broadcasts. So that's another layer to it. There's a one wagering company and I know these other wagering companies that have got arrangements with other race clubs and races. I, I get all that too. But when we when will this industry ever get on the same page with how it should be run? And, and where's the CEO? Where's Andrew Jones right now saying anything about this at the moment?
1: Yeah, I said entirely
0: differently. Of course you do because you yeah. run a radio station that is beholden to the the racing industry and the, and the dollar.
1: We don't. We're not beholden to anybody. We don't have any uh, rights that we can SEN track and do as it pleases every day. We're no, we no. And commembers. that is true. Yep. yep. So this is how I see it. First but of
0: all, it would be like a footy club doing its own media deal. If, if I want to put, really dumb it down and put it layman's term, be like Collingwood, which they which under Jeff Brown uh, when he was at Channel Nine, they were yeah, having I mean, this. So it'd be like Collingwood telling the AFL where where its games are broadcast.
1: First of all, the VRC has the premium product in Victorian racing. You can't argue with that. The Melbourne Cup is a hugely historical and cultural event, and it's four days of activity. Yeah, so,
0: but again, we're talking about a race club, you know, not, not not the no, industry.
1: Like, I look at it like state of origin. It's a premium product. It's a small amount of them. State of origin within the state of Victoria, and it's 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 the biggest racing asset in the state. Those four days. So, VRC yeah. are entitled. They've, they've done deals years ago where they got their own rights. They're entitled to deal with them as they see fit, and they're getting a great return for their own stakeholders on it. So, ha- first of all, hats off to the VRC for pulling off a great deal. The second thing is this. There was no market in free-to-air for the partnership. So, 10 weren't going to pay the money again. Seven can't pay the money because, A, they don't get the return on it that they want, and, B... So, you're saying that's why... Volandis won't... ...TOB's coming. Volandis won't let them. So, there's only one free-to-air, no, really. Volandes won't let seven... Well, he's entitled. He's so aggressive into that business, I would think, that he's entitled to say, are you going to abandon me for four days for... When we we're fifty-two weeks a year, I don't know that to be specific, but I, that's a reasonable ask. And then, so that, and then the third thing is, there's a public expectation. VRC want to get it away on television, so I think Nine was their only true platform. But Nine aren't going to have the check to satisfy them, so who's the check in between? And I think the check in between is clever. So this is how I read it. I don't think Tabcorp are a wager or demo. I think they're a media company.
0: Oh you please? Let's not get too cute with how we want to sell this. Well, in if you look at their business, what is that Totalizer Agency Board? That's by definition the name of their company, and they've just recently been given the license to run the tote. What do they call it? Paramutual yep. in Victoria. So I'll, re- yeah, get... I'll
1: rephrase it. Of course, they're a wagering company. They are a media business and a wagerer. Uh, at, gee, the, at They're the a same wagering
0: part. company that's dabbling now, like other wagering a, companies are in a, media. At a
1: guess, I'd say media is responsible for more than half their earnings and wagering. Well, that's a problem in itself too, isn't it? And they're and they're a very good media business. So they wow. Well, well let, let me let me run a couple of things really? back at
0: you. what do they what do they do? What do they do media? wise they they? I'm not sure. They are it? one of the best global sellers. And some bloke over in New York last week
1: eating sandwiches. They are one of the best sellers of global racing rights in the world. So they 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 sell content around the world. So this would be.
0: But again, shouldn't the industry be? This is my point. Can shouldn't I the, a, Can I have a go at
1: explaining this to you
0: before you interrupt me? Okay, yep. before you do, shouldn't the industry be selling it? rather than one wagering business within the industry.
1: Damo, do you think the VRC have relationships in London and South Africa and New York and have got a global network set up and a a distribution system? I don't want to look at everything through the lens of the NFL and
0: the AFL, but the AFL made the – the VFL in in 1986-87 made the tough goal to get a centralised controlling body. Now – that's a long time ago. There was outrage back then, you? I'm old enough to know how much that was going to destroy the game. We'll never be the same again. No one was ever going to go to the footy ever again. Look at it now. It's a juggernaut. Same as the NFL. There's a controlling body. We don't even have a controlling body of one situation in Victoria, let alone trying to take on New South Wales. Let me have another go. I'll, I'll stop talking.
1: It's smart business all round. The VRC are maximising their rights levels. and on the and cheque. If I'm the VRC, I say, how do I get the biggest check I can for my stakeholders? How do I get the most eyeballs I can to drive turnover? And how do I do it in Australia and overseas? And how do I put it on free and pay? And I've done all that in one deal. Tick, 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 tick. If I'm Tabcor, I go, I'm the, one of the best media distributors in the world. I on-sell rights around the world. People don't know how good we are at this, but we are.
0: I don't think too many people watching around the world, Hutchie, as much as it's huge in our lives. Don't worry, it,
1: it, not only is it watched around the world, but it drives... the. The pool's significantly around the world. Does it? They actually get a a cash register against the content. The third thing is Tabcor's rise as a media business is a little hidden, I feel, in their story. So here's some context for you. They on-sell to 80% of wagers, the Sky Racing Vision, for a lot of money. A lot of money. If you look at their earnings, and they're publicly listed, so you can go apart and pick it apart, they make a lot of money out of media. So but again,
0: but why have they got access to the vision then? Why doesn't the industry have access to the vision? Why doesn't the industry control the vision like pay, the they, sports bodies do that the, I'm referring to? They pay the best check for it and they syndicate it the
1: best. So th- so businesses like Sportsbed and others buy vision
0: for their app from Tabcore and Sky. Okay, so that money that Tabcorp pays for the vision, sports bet. Where, where's that money go? Sports bet. Ta- where, where, where's the money go? Where, where's the money that Tabcorp pays for the vision? I'm, s- I'm just trying to line it up with the NFL. For Goes instance.
1: back into the VRC coffers. And the Victoria VRC racing? coffers, yeah. yeah. One
0: one one body among three in this state. Well, and then
1: they have whatever arrangement they have with Racing Victoria, but that's on these four meetings. Yeah. More broadly, Tabcorp own the rights to a pile of race. And it's really, it's really Tab Tabcorp and Entain who are the two um, rights buyers, sports bet. Uh, I would think, and it's on the public record, a tab Biggest Customer. They buy the vision for 10, 15 years, whatever that deal is. I think it's all publicly documented, so I'm not talking out of school. And that's the rights, the wagers are becoming media businesses.
0: Hmm. That's what's oh, happening. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, I know That's what's that. happening. Yeah, but and, and racing is just basically fracturing even further and with then, every step.
1: And then for Channel 9, you put themselves in that position. They go, okay, so we got, in essence, half a free kick here because they needed the. So they didn't stump up much at all. They paid for it, but not what well, yeah. not wouldn't be the same amount of money ten paid because. And Eddie will host it again. Tabcorp bridged the check and and all not, nine have got to cop the wagering into great. No doubt Tab will be embedded in the nine. Product. Oh, well, that's yeah. a given.
0: Yeah. So there. So will be tab talent and tab identified talent.
1: Yeah, I suspect nine have left a little room for second or third tier uh, wagers. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd say they would be among the same eighty percent pool that Tabcorp have on sold to as the compromise. Of, if I was reading the deal from the outside, so. I think it's smart business all around. I don't. I don't expect you to support it because
0: you're a little cynical. No, I just once again, there's just bodies everywhere that, are, that do nothing for the greater good of the game, just ripping money out of it without any controlling body, even in one state, let alone a national approach to it. So, that, that's so, my point. So in this every deal,
1: who, who's who's lost out? So who, who are you angry on behalf of? Let me ask you that question. If VRC got a good deal, Tabcorp got a good deal, and Nine got a good deal. And the consumer gets to watch it wherever they want on free to wear or pay. Who who are you angry on behalf of?
0: I uh, so you just follow the money every single time. No, but I'm uh, follow uh, the money. F- f- the money should be going into the industry, not not to one race club. It's going to one race club that's built a spaceship that that's used for 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 one meeting a year. Yeah, but who built that? Workers. Um, well, the government's popped up a construction. Fair
1: bit. Like it feeds oh, the economy.
0: Oh, construction.
1: Like the, do you think there's like a pile of money buried under the ground at Flemington? Do you? Like it's yeah,
0: The spaceship's not used for 364 so, days of the year.
1: So we've established you're, you're angry on behalf of no one other than yourself. That's what we've established.
0: <laughs> and we've gone way too long too. We've, and we've missed some other topics. And that one went longer than I wanted it to. And it's now gone 50 it's, minutes. Most,
1: and... most issues you take me on in, I'm, I, I don't have any degree of knowledge in. And I just, I just give up arguing with you. On that one, I just had you... Checkmate from the you, you don't
0: realise how bad you sound every time. You, you come at it from the financial perspective every time. Never the sports best interests. You, you've, you've just spent 10 we've minutes just, talking we, about the money attached to it, the, which goes to one body.
1: We've just illustrated it's in the sports best interest because everyone won. It's not in the sports Everyone won. <laughs> <laughs> Who lost? Oh, please. You ever able to identify a loser in it? <laughs> oh,
0: I'll do that next week. We're on 40-59 minutes. 51 minutes here. Uh hey, that was. But before we go,
1: uh the sounding board for drink wise, if you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise, and by the way. Footy season starting, AFL season starting, NRL season starting. It's a vulnerable time for people to get getting out and active and and over racing and, and uh, getting too caught up. So take it easy. You won't miss a moment of your drink wise. Can you play us out the full song, Zipper, from the top?
0: Please don't zipper. For those the... who
1: want to hang around for three minutes, here is Tent Revival. Oh, you the used. gospel tunes. <laughs> oh, of... da, stop listening, people. Of Damo's return to the tent. At North Melbourne, play us out if you can, please. Little song I want y'all to keep it easy. Stay Little with me, Davey. Little song called Tent Revival. I am, I am, I
0: am. He's backing off. Is this Hillsong? Is that Scott Morrison? Right. That's Sonya on the Let's tambourine. Go. It's time for church. First, give honor to the head of. I've never heard the this song, and, I, and now that I've seen the video... Clarko on the drums. No I like you've officially I lost it. it. And I apologise to the people who are still listening. Oh, 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 oh. That'll oh, oh, do enough. That'll be it. That'll People won't come back next week.
1: Let's get to the chorus.
0: Come along, North fans. He's back. You're listening, and you've heard this before, please tell me because I, I still have not heard it even. a remote resembling a tune rese- remotely resembling this song. I'm done, I'm out. There's after on the guitar, look at that. Gotta go.
1: Oh, 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 Here
0: we go. I second oh, yeah. oh,
1: Benny Buckley on the percussion.
0: The hood. I can see him, holy ghost. Holy ghost, oh, now I need you to do me a favor from the front to the back.
1: Get involved, that man. Clap
0: your hands. Clap your hands. Now, to know I need you to take me to church. Take me there. It's Something's turning. My heart is burning. You <laughs> That was
1: the ceiling board. The drink
0: was. Yes, <laughs> yes <'cause laughs>